This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. When it comes to making a decision about where we live in the later years of our life, we need to consider the very important issues of independence, companionship, security, safety, privacy. Abbey Field was established by volunteers within the community as a response to the accommodation needs of older residents, offering a unique option for people seeking a long-term alternative to living alone in their own home. And at a time when housing affordability is a hot topic, its affordability for older people has not perhaps been widely explored. Abbeyfield is currently fundraising to make its facilities more affordable. And here to tell us about Abbeyfield are Abbeyfield CEO Susan Jenkins and committee member Margie Jean Malcolm. Thanks both of you for joining us today. Good to have you here. Thank you. Um, Susan, uh, let's start with you. Um, Abbeyfield here in Dunedin, we've got Abbeyfield and Balmacune Road here locally. Um, can you describe for someone who 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 would never have been to Abbeyfield before what those accommodations are? Yes, Abbeyfield's uh, is sometimes described as mixed flatting for seniors. Yeah. So it's like a large family home where where each resident has their own studio and ensuite and shares common living areas and are supported with a housekeeper who provides two uh, delicious nutritious meals a day and 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 the makings for breakfast. So as well as being uh, an answer to the affordability issue, it's also a big answer to the question of support and social isolation that we often experience as we get older in life. Who can make their home there? Anybody, really. Um, the, the, the minimum age is something like 55. Uh, so we've got a wide range of people um, who simply need a little bit more support but are still independent enough to, to do most things for themselves but, but you know, need that environment to live in. How many Abbeyfield accommodations are there around the country? We have 12 now in New Zealand with a 13th uh, about to start construction just south of Christchurch and we're getting many more inquiries um, uh, from all parts of the country and community groups because as the number of older people grows, so the number of people over 65 will double in the next 25 years. So combined with the housing crisis we're facing in this country, there's a big demand for Abbeyfield to fill that gap between living on your own in your family home and and going into the full care of a rest home. They're quite different things from larger uh, retirement homes and villages, aren't they? In Dunedin, Margie Jean, how many accommodated locally? So we've got we've got space for up to ten people. We've got a new space that is suitable for a couple, actually. So that we've got nine units, but the the, the ninth could cope with two mm. uh, people using that space. I think the the difference with the the, the retirement or, or the rest home sort of scenarios. We're absolutely not a rest home. Um, we don't have the registered nurse sort of um, situation, but it's also small scale. Lots of people feel like they, that a retirement village isn't the sort of scale of living that they want. It is much more, as Susan mm. says, like a family environment. Mm. But the other thing is that there's 25% of the people in the last census over 65 don't actually own their own home. We forget about the fact that some people have rented all their lives or they don't have enough equity in their own home to afford a retirement village, even if they wanted that as their step um, in between. So it was quite frightening, some of the research that Massey just came out with recently, that looked at the health of those who are renting over 65, and they had worse, much poorer health and much higher levels of depression 
which was really confirming our mm. sense that you know you can imagine if you don't feel like you've got lots of choices mm. um, that that isn't actually very good for your health so warm home healthy food and companionship are a pretty good recipe for supporting mm. people in that space Susan I imagine it's important to get the fit right within a relatively small group of residents how do you go about that well, that's very much managed locally by the local volunteer society that, that operates the house. And, and they'll be very familiar with the people already living in a house. And so when a room becomes available, um, they take all of that into account. And when when a new person is thinking of coming, they have a, a week or two as a trial period to see how they like living in the company of others and also for the other residents. Mm. And we check out with somebody's GP. Um, yeah. you know, so there's quite an application process to mm. just make sure that somebody is physically well enough to, to manage that situation. So it's mm. physical and social, yes. I guess, mm. yeah. to, to, to work the fit. And each new person brings their own different strengths into the group. So yeah. what level of independence is necessary? It's clearly not for someone who has a relatively high need of medical support. Our biggest message is, you know, make the move earlier rather than later. Yeah. Uh, we've done such a good job with the people who moved into Abbey Field that some of our original residents are there who've been there nine years yeah, already. Right. So, of course, they're getting a bit older. So we say, actually, we want the young at heart. We want the younger, <laughs> the younger cohort to come in now. So I think the younger people move, the more they maximise what they can get out of the Abbey Field environment because we definitely delay, if not completely prevent, the need for rest home care. But as people age in an Abbey Field, you can still bring in the kind of support that you could bring into your own home. So if you qualify under the needs assessment with the DHB for a home help, as mum calls them at 90, mum at 96 is still <laughs> living there, um, with significant blindness, uh, but you know, helpers come in, what she calls her helpers come in morning and evening. But that's not the, the dominant Abbeyfield model. The the main Abbeyfield model is, you know, that you move in more like in your 70s or or 60s even if it's what mm. you, you actually mm. want and you you might be you might well be still driving your own car and, mm. you know, doing everything for yourself. So um yeah, it's the young at heart theme, I guess. When I uh, when I cast my mind back to my flatting days, uh, uh, there were varying experiences of success with that. <laughs> uh, a lot about you know what are the f- what are the house rules? Who's yeah. you know who's going to do what? Who's not pulling their weight? Yeah, are these the kind of issues that can come up in an happy field situation? Well, because we have the housekeeper who who is really at the heart of the the house dynamics, a lot of those issues don't come up. So Mm. um, normally she, but not only, um, prepares the meals and just helps the dynamics of the house sort of move along, roll along smoothly. Yes, I could have used one of those in my family, (laughs) I think. And, and and there is a formal um, there's a thing called a house committee uh, meeting yeah. where all the residents and the staff get together from time to time. So there's a there's a participatory decision making structure in place, and there's some ground rules about you know the respectful relationships between each other that you can you you know are there as the as the bottom. You've got mature adults too. I think we've learned a bit more about human relationships mm. in, at this age of life One than we probably hope. did when we first left home and went flatting too. <laughs> what about connections with with friends and family? How are easier they to maintain within an Abbeyfield environment. 
absolutely, absolutely encouraged. So, um, you know, I'm the daughter. I've, I visit as often as I like. I can stay for dinner. You know, all mm. those connections mm. of people both coming in to socialise with people or taking people out. Family and friends are in and out the whole time, mm. just that, like they are in your own home. And the nice thing is that I'm freed up to do the fun things with mum rather than feeling like I have to do the 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 absolute basic necessity things every day. So I think that's what the residents experience as well. Their energy is mm. freed up mm. to do the things that might most their quality of life rather than their energy being drained by doing the cooking and the shopping and the house maintenance worries and all those things. So you are also a committee member. So yeah. therefore you, that aspect of your that's voluntary work, is Completely it? Completely voluntary. Right, and that is yeah. the situation for Abbey Fields up and down the country? Absolutely. That's the core of, of our model, really. That, and that's what helps... Helps really keep living in an Abbeyfield affordable. The volunteer effort of, right. of so many wonderful people. Well, let's turn to this issue of affordability. How 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 can someone make living in Abbeyfield affordable relative to other options? Okay, so relative to other options, it's still a whole lot more affordable. <laughs> so I want to make that clear to start with. But what we're doing fundraising at the moment is trying to make it even more affordable so that somebody who's only living on national superannuation or maybe has got a little bit of equity in their house but not enough to go can, can make it work. So we're doing a big f- lot of fundraising this year to do a capital fundraising. It's a bit like buying your own house. Once you've actually got more equity in your house, the mortgage doesn't cost you so much so it's more affordable so that's the that's the basic idea so we've been going to applying for grants getting individual donations and then we've got a big fun event happening on October the 16th in Abbeyfield Antiques Roadshow what a brilliant idea tell us more about this don't we all love the Antiques Roadshow <laughs> I love it but this is an Antiques Roadshow with a twist because it's got an auction attached to it as well right so not only do you bring along your items and we've got this fantastic panel Barry Forno Kevin Haywood, Jennifer Hopkinson's art and antiques experts well known in the city who are going to be the people who assess your object, your beautiful thing if you want to come along and just get their advice about it. Um, then we've got um, Richard Stringer from Harcourt as our auctioneer and Dougal Stevenson as our MC. Um, who are going to say, okay, so actually I'd quite like to sell this item and see what what I could get for it. So you can have your own item auctioned on the day and we'll take a 20% commission as fundraising for for Abbeyfield because we've brought all all the buyers along for you. Or better still, from Abbeyfield's point of view, if you've done your spring cleaning and you really want to downsize and you've got an item you'd like to donate to us to auction, we'd love to gather those up this month and we're keen to get a few more in. We've already got some beautiful items of clocks and jewellery and artworks and old photographs and a quilt coming and a, and a grand, what I call a grandfather clock. That's a, a long case. A long case clock that somebody wants to, mm. wants to auction. So you... If we've got those donated items, that's where we're going to really make the, the fundraising buzz. So the event's going to be in a beautiful setting of the, the Bell McEwen, what I call the Bell McEwen Golf Club, Otago Golf Club in Bell McEwen Road. Hopefully the sun will shine. Buy a ticket um, beforehand, preferably. Community House is one place you can get those tickets. Come and have afternoon tea. Come and see beautiful things. Um, bring your stuff along. And... Um, 
or go home with something really interesting for your for your house or if you're at that stage you don't want lots of extra stuff for your house some of the local businesses are donating us experiences you fun know, experiences you know what's around going to happen. the city people will give you stuff that they want to, to to pass on and they will come away with stuff that will replace <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so the strongest message at the moment is we'd love about 20 more items to auction right um so if you're if you've got something that you'd really love to um, donate to us, um, you can go onto the Eventbrite website and put in Abbeyfield Dunedin. My email address is there. It's margiejean.malcolm at gmail, but you mightn't get the spelling right. So, Or, or just contact Abbeyfield House, 4640082, and um, we'll come and pick it up. And um, Or if you want to just auction something for yourself, that's fine. Um, but that's also going to make a contribution to us through that wee commission that we'll take as well. Right, so you do want to write that date down, Sunday, October the 16th, 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock at the uh, Otago Golf Club, 125 Belmacuan Road. Um, that's going to be heaps of fun. What a great idea. What's your target in terms of what you think you need to meet your goals? Okay, so we need to raise 100000 this year. We're close to the halfway mark in that. We'd hope that the event will give us, at, you know, ideally at least 10000 more towards that. And then we've got to get a few more grants and donations in to get us to the 100000 by Christmas time. And then by next year, we can be saying all of our uh, units are available at a much more affordable price. At the moment, we've got one unit that's available at our new affordable price. So... You know, we've got a teaser there as well. And presumably this will be an ongoing issue. You want to maintain uh, in a difficult environment this this option as an affordable option. Are there ways that people can support what Abbey Field is doing outside of, say, this particular fundraising effort? Yep. So online on Abbey Field's national website, there's a Donate Online button. We always enjoy volunteers getting involved with us on the committee or on something else if they might just want to come and spend time with residents or, you know, school groups and all sorts of different people just connecting with us. There's all sorts of ways like that. Just spreading the word about what we do because it is a new concept. Not everybody knows about us. So having those conversations with people as they're ageing about, have you thought about Abbeyfield as an option? Mm. Because that takes a lot of discernment for people to make a big decision to move. So just spreading the word about the cool idea and encouraging people to think about coming and living with us as other ways. Of I've popped up there. I've had a chat with the residents. Yeah. It's, it felt like a really, really wonderful environment. Yeah. And uh, and Susan, I guess you've had a chance to, to visit, I guess, all of them, have you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have, yes. And uh, they have similarities and differences? Yes. Uh, look, there's a lot of similarities. What, what you find up and down the country is a group of very, very happy, independent, older people who, who can relax into the comfort and security of an abbey field. But it, each one has its own personality, of course, you know, related to the, the area that it's in and its group of people uh, associated with it. But that common thread is, is pretty, pretty clear. And, and the other common characteristic, as I've said before, is that the wonderful volunteers that that really make this uh, option possible in each town and we want to see it in more towns we've got an aspiration of an abbey field at least two or three abbey fields in every significant community and also in a lot of the smaller towns small communities are often well placed to um, to raise the funds needed to <clears throat> you know to enable their elders to stay in the community that they help shape and form so so we're very keen to to make that possible too wonderful stuff Susan Jenkins and Maggie Jean Malcolm, thanks for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jeff.
This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.